Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Talking! 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 Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley Archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore, we'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. Welcome to the car, the mobile studio for this week's podcast, and we're back together again, Rich. Let's hope the wind doesn't get up and uh, we're blown away like the poor chap, uh, his, uh, his, his equipment on the seafront. Have you heard about that? Yes, I have. Yeah. Storm Babette. Which yeah. Has been, um, which has been ripping across South Devon the last couple of days. It's, um, it's all right. I saw either. a picture of the... Uh, the hut or whatever it is. I think it was a container, wasn't it? A container. Floating, which, in the, floating in the sea. Yeah, which they used as um, a store Storeroom for, for his business. Water sports was, equipment yeah, and, yeah. A, and a coffee shop. And a shop coffee shop. Very nice little business it was too. Yeah. And will be again, I'm sure. Absolutely. Let's, anyway. Let's hope so. Enough of the breaking news. <laughs> enough, enough of the breaking news and the weather. Yeah. This is the Yellow Army podcast. Oh, is it? <laughs> it is the Yellow Army podcast. We haven't seen each other for a couple of weeks because no, I, I was aware that <coughs> you were poorly. I uh, I had a 24-hour bug followed by a severe reaction to a COVID jab. <laughs> so two Thursdays in a row. I did a solo podcast last week, which was strange. Honestly, I, when you told me you'd done that, I thought, oh, this is going to be dreadful. And <laughs> I'm being honest. And it was great. You, right. you, you coped really well. Thanks you, to Bob Honestly, Cole if it was me, you. well, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> but there we go. We're back. Back to normal. This week we're what at Plainmore. Sure yeah, a normal-ish. We're at Plainmore because the press conference took place here. It's always when they say the press conference is at Plainmore, you always think, "Oh my goodness, what's going on?" Yeah. But it's because they're training this afternoon over at South Devon College. Um, so obviously uh, the gaffer's got business to do here. So that's the only reason yeah, why we're at Plainmore. Nothing conspiratorial. Morning. Absolutely. We have games to talk about. Uh, the defeat at the hands of Maidstone on Saturday with a controversial opening goal, which we'll talk about at some length. Mm-hmm. Two games coming up this week. Home to Welling on Saturday, away at Western Supermare next mm-hmm. Tuesday, which ushers in a month, basically, of local derbies yep. in which we play Taunton, Bath, Yeovil, yep. um, various others. Uh, so it's it, exciting times and while we're wringing our hands quite rightly about Saturday's defeat, let's not forget that we are seventh in the league. Yeah, that's a good point, and that's a good point. I think Gary was trying to put over in the in the press conference yeah. today, uh, a bit late, later on, maybe even after the microphones had gone off. He was talking about we are seventh in the league, we are four points the off the top. Yeah. With we're uh, not eleventh, you know, as we with, said. with so many games to go. We said eleventh mistakenly on the podcast last week. Uh, apologies for that. Oh no, we didn't. We didn't know. <laughs> I wasn't going to throw our guest under the bus. Oh, it was Bob, was it? <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, Bob. I thought I thought he was referring to himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but let's uh, let's do the usual thing. Let's go and eavesdrop on Gary Johnson's yeah. press conference at Plainmore, uh, and we'll be back as ever on the other side of Gary Johnson. Well, Gaffer, here we are two days before the Welling game, but it's also the day that Community Day returns to Playmore. It's always a fantastic occasion, isn't mm. it? Really enjoy those occasions. Um, a, because the away end gets filled with uh, uh, some enthusiastic young uh, footballers, all sports, uh, boys, girls, uh, some of their parents, you know. so. I think there's 750 tickets uh, being given out, um, so that always creates a little bit of an atmosphere. I mean, our, our, our lads do a lot as well. It's great for the club to do that, bring the community in, um, and our lads go out quite often, as you know, to schools, clubs, hospitals, you know, whatever it is, whatever they're asked to do, they always do. So we feel we're we're out there in the community and. Uh, and take our time making sure that uh, when they do go out, they spend a bit of time time with them. And I think, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've certainly noticed, a lot of young youngsters, there's a lot more around on, on match day, a lot more around, uh, especially you know, all the high fives I have to do with the youngsters as, a, as you come out of the tunnel. And high fives, probably not with me, no. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say it's a high five, but it's a five anyway. Um, and it's it's good you signing you know, autographs there and etc. So there's a lot of them with the kit on, so they're now getting torquified, which is great, which is the idea of uh, you know giving them a great day and, and hoping they they come back. I guess with the greatest respect to Maidstone, it must be a, a refreshing change playing a different team this Saturday. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean you know, we've lost both games, but you know if you assess it like we always do, um, they could have quite comfortably, comfortably have been two wins. Now I know that's after the event and I know people, you know, it's not an excuse, it's just the fact from uh, the, the reviews we've done on, on both games. Um, certainly in the, in the first half uh, in the FA Cup, we played really well, we played very well and we've got to find that standard for the whole game um, in as many games as possible. But what is it, 35 games to go. Uh, it's not as though we're all negative in the, in the uh, dressing room and hopefully a lot of people are seeing that we're, we're in a playoff position with 35 games to go and four points behind, behind the leader. So we mustn't let that Maidstone defeat as much as it affects us all. Um, mess us up for the league. You know, we've, we've got uh, we've got some big games coming up between now and, and Christmas time and uh, hopefully we'll, you know, we'll see uh, ourselves in a stronger position um, at the higher in the table. I mean, we, what are we, joint sixth or something as far as points are concerned. And, uh, and the lads are giving it a right, a, a right go. You know, they train well, everything's going good there. We know we've got some good players. Everyone knows we've got some good players. We all moan a little bit oh, if somebody has an off day. Um, but we've got some good players that we can, uh, I believe, we can rely on to get us the success we want. You've spoken before that your players are very good at getting down to business and setting the record straight, putting disappointments behind them. 
And like you say, the team is still in, in a decent position, isn't it? And, and with the fixtures, if it's particularly in November, a lot of the teams you're going to be playing are going to be in and around you. It could have a very different complexion very, very soon. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, as I say, 11 games is... You don't want to be in the bottom three after 11 games because you've played enough teams to, to realise you're in a bit of trouble. Um, so now we've got... Uh, quite a lot of games coming up and it'll give us a chance to have a bit of a run in, in the league um, until the trophy comes around but um, and, I, and I, I believe in this group absolutely they believe in what we're doing because we see that every day um, and we just got to get out there and produce what we know we can and that's the important thing uh, because at the end of the day as I always say we're trying to entertain rather than just be out there um, sitting back behind the ball for you know, 90 minutes and hoping for a break you know we we cause ourselves sometimes a few problems when because we're trying to attack a lot um, I think we had nine goal scoring opportunities in the uh, first half against Mainstone and if one or two of them go in it's a totally different game you know laps could have had that trick <laughs> Um, you know, we had other shots that were blocked on the line, etc., etc. So um, that's what we're aiming for. But we need that end product uh, as far as getting a goal up, you know, being able to score three or four goals, and then anything that goes against us, refereeing decision or uh, you know uh, or anything like that, um, we can uh, cover if. They get one goal that we're not happy with, like obviously the Maidstone goal. Um, so you need to be scoring two or three, two or three, so that it alleviates the one bit of bad luck that you might have because of whatever reason. You mentioned on a couple of occasions that you're, you're very generally very happy with the squad. Obviously, that squad's going to get stronger when you have uh, more players returning to it. Yeah. Are you able to give us any update on that at all? Yeah, well, the two two players that are out, I've you know, been out a long time now, and it's uh, still a little way to go, especially with Kevin Dawson because it was a it was a big injury that he, he had, um, a big injury, and unfortunately it, it wasn't it didn't get diagnosed because um, it was a, an awkward one. Um, he had a lot of treatment on it, um, but he played all through all through uh, the pain really at the end of last season. So we had to, you know, we got to make sure that it, it it's right. Um, it was a matter of a, you know, a muscle coming off the off the bone, if you like. Um, but he's, um, you know, he's he's walking around properly now. But he's still, as I've said many occasions to you when you ask me the question, um, it's going to be November time, uh, end of November probably before we we get Kevin back. Um, so that would be like a new signing. And then uh, Dylan De Silva had the same, uh, a different problem, but it was just in his quad. Um, and he's just needed time to get rid of a sort of a niggly little pain that is stopping him running his fastest. You know, he's okay when he's half pace and that, but you know, he likes to sprint quite a lot. And uh, we just got to get rid of that last bit of scar tissue, if you like, if that's what it is now, um, to, to get him back in the fray. And he always gives you something to come off the line when you when you need him. He lost a bit of confidence towards it the last couple of games he played in, 
because he had this little niggle in his in his head. Uh, we've had it diagnosed properly now, and he's um, he's he's on the road to recovery. So he'll be probably a week or two. You've mentioned before that uh, you're always on the lookout to some extent um, outside the club, looking for other players. Is, is that still the case at the moment? You're always looking. You can be ten points clear at the top. You're still looking, um, and it's important that uh, we we feel we've got a good team. We've got a good squad um, when they're all fit. Um, you can't have 25 players because you you can't keep them all happy. So therefore, you've got to you know, bring in players that will improve uh, your team. Um, improve and that improves your squad because there's more competition. Um, so it's not just numbers; it's 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 quality, and that's what we've got to try and uh, try and achieve. And, and we will achieve, but it just means uh, being a bit patient. You know, we, we probably need you know a couple of uh, positions to to. We're lucky that, like for instance, our two strikers have, have scored goals, made goals for each other. They're on a bit of a go slow at the minute but they'll they'll get their goals back um, they enjoy playing with each other uh, so um, yeah it's just getting that sort of striker coming off the bench but we need to make sure that they can compete with our two strikers that we got now who everybody wants by the way uh, you know so um, but you know at this moment in time we're not going to rush into anything that's not going to better us and finally, Gaffer, obviously there's been a lot of home games recently. This is the uh, third one in, in succession. And uh, the attendances of the Plymouth continue to surprise all around externally, outside. And we know what fantastic support we've got here. They remain a huge asset and a huge part of this football club, don't they? They do. And, uh, you know, how many times do we say it? And it's, it's right to say it. It's, it's right to bring in the community people so that, you know, it's supporters of the future. Uh, which is great, uh, you know, a lot of the older supporters will say, when I'm in chats with them and they'll say, I've been here since 19, whatever it was, you know, 40 odd and 50 odd and so on and so forth. So um, you respect that, definitely. Uh, but that's what a club needs. It needs those regular supporters uh, enjoying the football of their team. And come rain or shine, we all know, you, know, you have success failure, success, you know, it, it doesn't always go success unless you're Man City and we're not there yet. I think Dom's covered most of the bases but Saturday everybody in the ground apart from the little knot of fans up in the top corner was furious about that first goal. Did you get a chance to talk to the referee this time? I know the week before you tried to and you hadn't managed to do that but um, did you make, get any explanation? No, no, what you have to do, uh, we did and we didn't like the explanation. Uh, this is you, you're only allowed to see the, the referee half an hour after the, the game. Um, when we went back the previous game to see the referee, 29 minutes after the game, he wasn't there. He had already gone. So, but we got feedback from the uh, referees association, the PGM. Oh well, is it? Or some. Uh, and uh, to be fair, we was we was happy with their view of the decisions. We were. Um, it doesn't help us, um, but we were happy with yeah. what, what the uh, 
they said after reviewing the game, which we asked them to in writing. And we did the second game, and we're waiting to uh, hear the explanation of... I think the referee's just... He's either not seen it, or he obviously knows the rules. But if a goalkeeper's got his just one hand on the ball and it's touching any other surface, yeah. the rules say he's in control of the, of the ball, which means you can't kick it out of his hands. <clears throat> but actually, he had two hands on the ball, and then he had uh, one hand, and then he had two hands on the ball. So it's for everyone to see. If you look at uh, highlights and you zoom in on it, mm. you can see Mark actually had it in both hands. And you saw by their reaction, they were surprised that uh, the goal yeah. was given. Um, so, anyway, we move on, and hopefully we'll we'll get that that little bit of luck that we're missing um, within the next 35 games. <laughs> and you've got quite a run of <coughs> local derbies coming up. Yeah. You? You've got a, a lot of the local teams, so there'll be a lot of travelling support as well. Does that increase pressure, or, or is that something that the players really look forward to? No, we look forward to it. I mean, everybody loves a local derby, and you know, I believe we've got quite a few lads and lasses going to Western Supermare on Tuesday. That'd be great. Um, and uh, yeah, we look forward to the Ovals, Taunton's, Western Supermares, you know, Weymouth. That, that's one of the, uh, the the good things to look look forward to, um, and that creates a. A good atmosphere, and you can see how your lads, lads cope with that, um, especially here at, at Plainmore. So it's some some big games coming up, and uh, so we need those supporters that uh, we all love. And uh, you know, stick with us, be patient. It's not been a disaster just yet. Uh, so try and stay positive, because that's what we're trying to do, and we'll do. It's noticeable in the first half last Saturday that. You, you looked as if you were trying to keep the ball more and mm. be more patient. Mm. Uh, I don't, I don't, were we imagining that or was yeah, that no, true? No, it's uh, um, no, true. Uh, and, and, and then it's the balance between that, keeping the ball and building people's confidence on the ball and that's then, of right. course, doing the killer one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, and you know, we were two goals away from that first half being a fantastic mm. first half. And then you sort of try, you, you have to, because supporters you know like to see you in control of the ball especially here at Playmore. I mean we we only got a touch against Worthing uh, during that time and yet we knew we were a better team than that so you know, working on look but you have to have that end product um, we had the end product you know, but we didn't not the very end i.e the goal but we got ourselves into some great positions to score and uh, if we score one or two of them, then everybody feels a lot, a lot different, mm. uh, and goes home happy as opposed to unhappy. It's because the the midfield, obviously, we haven't got Kevin at the moment, and etc. Has been a bit of an evolving thing, hasn't it? You've yeah. had um, Brett playing in that slightly deeper role, yeah. and then you've got Tom, and now Lewis Collins has dripped in, yeah. moved into the middle of midfield as opposed yeah. to on the left. So, in a way, is that a bit of a work in progress at the moment? Because um, Lewis Collins has, all right, he's, he can play in lots of different positions, yeah. but he's never been a sort of an out-and-out -out central midfield player, I don't think. Uh, no, um, um, we, we feel that's a good position for him because he's, he, he's been playing well there. So rather than uh, getting up and down 
from wide. We're getting him up and down from the middle of the pitch. And uh, he's got goals in him because he's a striker as well. And you know, we would, if we lost one of our strikers during the game, then he's obviously the striker that would, would go up there. Um, but we've just found a game where he can, his ability, with his ability, he can get more involved. Um, of course, we've got Acer coming back as well. You know, we haven't mentioned Ace. Mm. Um, he's not ready for 90 minutes yet. He, he'll probably tell you he is, but he's not not quite ready. He's, he's come back after a, a, an injury. Um, so you know, we, we we'll have a bench this week that's that's pretty pretty strong. Um, and uh, yeah, and we we've just got to go with the same attitude as we did in that first half. And that's how we're looking to play. You've got an opposition, always, that are trying to spoil the way you, you want to play. That's the nature of the game. And despite what some people think, you're not going to win every game. We go out to win every game. But there are times when you've played well and get beat. There's times when you don't play well and win. And we've had one or two of them as well. So. But after 46 <coughs> games, you are where you are. That, that's wherever you are after 46 games, that's where you deserve to be. So that's, you know, we've got plenty of time before we, uh, we worry about the 46th game. But uh, we, we need to keep getting the points, keep being competitive, being up in that, uh, the higher reaches of the, of the league, try and get to the number one spot as soon as you can. But um, I don't think there's many teams that can say that that are in number one spot in any league uh, are definitely going to be there in another 35 games. So. Good to hear from the gaffer there. Richard, did Mark Holstead have the ball under control? Yes, no, yes. Yes, no, yes. It's difficult to say. I mean, I was 70 yards away. You yeah, were 60 yards 60, away. 55. From where you were. Sitting next to a man in a yellow suit. <laughs> we'll talk about him. We took okay. No, well, we might do in a bit. It was was it Ted Bovis off of Heidi High? Uh, it might as well have been. Um, <laughs> Hope he's not listening. The the fella from Stones Live, uh, yeah. who apparently is independent from the football club, but the football club uses his, his live stuff, was a character. Nicely put. A character. A character. Okay. Yellow, yellow suit, suit. Yellow trainers. Yellow t-shirt yellow. with a yellow in? bib. The first week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's more or less the same, but but a black shirt and a yellow tie on the second week. One of those times when I miss being on the press bench. Yeah. But uh, there you go. Um, the first goal. Watch the replay. Watch it on the. Um, to be fair, he was just as confused as we were. He was. Uh, there's a shot comes in. It's a it's a weak bobbling shot that kind of rolls into the box. Mark Holstead goes down to grab it, loses it. It kind of slips through his fingers. Yeah. And as he goes back to reclaim it, I think he has a hand controlling the ball on the ground. Other people who've seen it <coughs> think he's lost lost his grip on it and the Maidstone player comes in and quite gleefully taps it into the net. It's one of those where you could watch the video over and over and over again and see it slightly differently yeah. each time, depending on who you are, depending on what you're your bias is going yeah. into the viewing of it, etc. Um, and when it's that ambiguous, mm. then, you know, you're in danger uh, 
uh, of giving away a goal because yeah. um, I, I think we all know people. Um, we've just been talking to Dave Thomas and those people that have looked at that and gone, well, that was definitely a goal. What, what, what's yeah. all we complaining about? Did Nick Broderick not say so? In Nick his, Broderick his said well, in his column. And, and, and yet Gary football. came out and said it was 100% yeah. not a goal. So, you know, it, it's, it's one of those... If you give the referee a, a decision like that to make, yeah. then you've probably not done the right thing. That's very and, true. And by not the right thing, I don't mean he didn't do it. He didn't, you know, he didn't have enough control of the no. ball in his hands and the, I mean the second goal was a decent goal the guy was just in the right place at the right time as yeah. Mark Holstead saved yeah. another shot uh, it's we had seven great yeah. chances but I the mean, best of them all fell to Tom Lapsley yeah Aaron Jarvis hit the host in both games against Maidstone he did yeah we, we could have won those. Gary's completely right when he said it in the press conference we could have won those games and we wouldn't be having this discussion we wouldn't and we'd be first of all we'd be you know, uh, second in the table or whatever it would be. We'd be uh, looking forward to a game against Braintree, for goodness <laughs> yeah. sake, in the, in the yeah. first round of the FA Cup. Um, and and the atmosphere online would be different. Um, them's the breaks, to they quote are. someone. I'd rather wish I didn't have to quote. <laughs> but them is the break. And, w- yeah, it. we could have won both of those games. We probably should have won. Tom Lapsley should have poked that ball home. When, by the way, what a ball from Ollie Tomlinson that was to, yes. to Tom Lapsley in the yeah. box. And I mean, Tom Lapsley is getting on the end of stuff. He's yeah. had a couple of headers that he would probably feel that he he should have scored in both games. Uh, he will know that. But he's not a striker. Uh, but he's a great player anyway. So I'm not going to contend. No, he's a midfield player. He's not a striker. Yeah. If we've got either of our strikers on the end of those chances, if 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 um, and buts. If and buts. Um, one stat to take away from the Maidstone game that we haven't mentioned: I make that four bookings for Aaron Jarvis. Is it? I didn't. No, I'm not. I, I kind of keep a list of these yeah. things, but bookings don't always get written down in match reports. No. But I make that four bookings for Jarvis. Okay. So another booking, and he misses a game. Yeah. So it's worth. That's, that's Lewis Collins, Collins up front. If, if you take what Gary said in the press yeah. conference today. Well, I, I, I mentioned to Gary last week during the press conference, I've been really impressed with Lewis Collins. Mm. Last season when he was here, he was decent, hard-working, and you thought, yeah, you know, there might be a player in there. Now there is a player in there. Yeah. I think yeah. he's playing really well. I think I don't think he had the best game on Saturday, funnily enough. No, but I would still have marked him among our better players, okay. I think. Um, I don't think anybody really excelled on Saturday. Well, let's talk about that first half because that first half on Saturday at times they were unplayable. Yeah. Yeah, we were, but we're creating chances and not taking yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. We've got two strikers who we know they've got goals in them. They've got goals already this season, but they are going through a barren spell. I'm easily, easily... Uh, there's, there's a pack of dogs. Look at look how you're cool they distracted, are. Distracted aren't you? was the word. I was so you distracted are, I couldn't remember the word. Easy. Distracted. The listeners, Rich is sitting next to me in the car here because we're look improvising a studio, and he's, he's he's miles away. He's watching a bloke walking a couple of border terriers across and, and a, yeah. a kind of Afghan hound thing. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. He's gone there. But um, yeah, so the chances are falling to the wrong players. Yeah, at the moment. absolutely. That one yeah, yeah, yeah. So we start our recovery from. A couple of slightly disappointing weeks. Yeah. Home to Welling. Yeah. Sadly, they're twenty second. Three points. They haven't won since August the twenty eighth. Three points. <laughs> I, I admire your confidence. Um, three points. But, <laughs> so yeah, they've they've won. We've played them six times in the past. Won three, drawn two, lost one. 
Uh, in Dec- December 2018 was the last time they were at Plainmore. And we beat them 3-1. Jake Andrews, Seku Jane, and Jean-Yves Kouet-Niate uh, wow, yeah, were our yeah. goal scorers that day. The Wings, they're called. Adi Aziz was their top scorer last year, but he's now at Billericay. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, you know, they, they won the National the, League South the, in Gary, 2013. Yeah, Gary already said, didn't he, that don't look at their place on the table and, and yeah. just believe they're going to be a pushover. But he says that about everyone anyway, doesn't he? Um, he does. But, I mean, and, and the, the intel is that they're a possession team. Mm-hmm. They'll play the ball around. Mm-hmm. They're one of those teams that with a goalkeeper will tap it to a fullback. Yep. Or, in an interesting development that we've seen, goalkeepers, uh, fullbacks tap the ball to the goalkeeper, mm. which I find very confusing. Mm. What I'm looking for is a goalkeeper just to hoof the ball up into the other half and, and start again. Do you think Peter Shilton would have been, been no. for would, all this? Would Neville Southall have tapped no. the ball to his fullbacks? No. But uh, interestingly, the team that we play on Tuesday is the first team I actually saw doing this in the flesh. Is it right? Yeah, Western. When we went up there before, we'll, we'll, well, let's talk about the Western game. When we went up there points. In, <laughs> in October 2018. Yes. They did this thing where the goalkeeper taps the ball to the fullback and the fullback puts his foot on it and waits for somebody else to come into range and taps it back. And you think, what on earth's going on here? Just get the ball up the field. And the next thing you know, everybody's doing everybody's it. Everybody's doing it. I don't know who did it first. I don't know where it came it from. It wasn't Western. It wasn't Western. <laughs> it was the first for you. <laughs> Do you think Western Supermare originated the whole thing? I'm going to check Wikipedia when I get home. <laughs> Boca Juniors or something like that, I imagine. But uh, uh, Western the 17th. In the league. Yeah, which is disappointing, I think, for them, because they started really well and were top. Well, they won their first three games. Yeah, they went yeah, roaring yeah, yeah, yeah. out of the blocks. We talked about hitting the ground running. They really did. They really did, yeah. Uh, but they've only won once since. It's once, Those first it? three games, yeah. So, uh, a couple of things that fans will need to know. Um, it's advanced tickets. Yes. You won't be able to get for, in on the For reasons of uh, previous visits, getting a bit And it's, tasty. Seg- it's segregated, yeah. which is a shame. Um, but the reason there, in that eighteen nineteen season, we talked about it just now before we switched the recorder on, we'd attracted a little rump of Bristol City fans okay. who would come and... Well, I, I wouldn't even call them Bristol City fans. They were people who enjoyed causing a bit of bother yeah. at National League South games. We had them at Western. They came to Bath with us. They came to Woking with us. And they were at other games that I wasn't at. Um and it all got a bit nasty at Weston. Yeah. I mean, the, the funny... It's not funny. But the lighter moment was the bin being chucked onto the field. Yeah. There were some darker moments as well. There was yeah. some pretty unpleasant stuff going on. Uh, I don't think we've attracted those this year. Good. And Weston have taken steps, as you see, segregating the fans yeah. and making it advanced tickets only to try and make sure it doesn't happen again. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Football-wise, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, they've got a few familiar faces. They have. Opie Edwards is there. Yeah, we liked him, didn't we? We liked him. We, like, we liked him. It's Injury one, problems, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, it's another one of those classic things that the first time he played for us, we loved him. Yeah. The second time didn't work out quite so no. well. Um, so Opie is there. Ruben Reed is there. Ruben Reed. 35 years. I was going to say, is he not 20... 20- <laughs> 22 years after he should have retired or whatever. He's, he's 35 now. He played for us back in 2007. Yeah. Scored twice yeah. in seven games. Plymouth Argyle, a youngster originally. Yeah. He was, he's one of those select band of players who's played for all three Devon teams. Yeah, and also Darren played for Yeovil as well, I believe. Fred Binney, yeah. Chris Curran, various others. Um, yeah, so he's playing. He's, he's a first-team regular there. 
and so will be Luke Pierce. Yes. Now he went from Plainmore back to Southampton after yep. a loan period where he he couldn't unseat Jarvis and Ash. Up uh, front and and I don't think uh, I don't think Southampton were expecting him to either. Mm-hmm. But I think he wanted to be playing every week. So he went straight to Weston, who put him straight in the team and he played 90 minutes yeah. in a 3-0 defeat. Yeah. Uh, he didn't play last week in another 3-0 defeat yeah. because he's already played in the cup for us. Yeah. Uh, but you can expect him to start on Tuesday, which would be interesting. Can you expect him to start? He started the first game he was there. Yeah, they put they him lost straight 3-0. in the team. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. I would expect him to start. I think there's something in Luke Pierce, uh, having seen him play up at Hemel Hempstead when he came on. You see, I didn't see that game. Uh, I think he changed the. He tipped the balance in our favour up at Hemel. We then went and threw the game away. Yeah, I'm not so sure. We, I, let's have a look and see what he's yeah. like. He will want to do well on Tuesday. He'll score well. against us now, <laughs> won't he? <laughs> he's bound to score. Tuesday night, we just need to score more than Luke Pierce does yeah. on Tuesday night. They've got I'm a tired guy. I can I can tell you're still suffering still from still suffering your, from that COVID jab. Plus the fact you're or bo- taking Scott to work at six o'clock this morning. <laughs> you're also bored because nobody's walked across the grass with dogs. There's no dogs. There's no dogs to see. Somebody'll be long in a minute. Yeah. We're looking out, by the way, across the grass next to the Playmore Community Pool. We're parked behind the mini stand. So um it's uh, not born under the mini stand, born, but parked quite, behind it. Quite. They've got a chap called Jacob Roddy on loan from Charlton uh-huh. um, up at Weston. And uh, yeah, it, it'll be a good game. It's the first of our local derbies. Yep. Uh, is it the first? Yeah, it is the first. No, we no it's Chippenham. the second, Chippenham. Yeah, we played Chippenham here. But it's the first Most of Most of the trips. other local teams have, have had a couple of games in this, this uh, South West Mini League. They so have. it's a time we got got going, I think. It is. How, let me see. I don't think there's been any games in the South West Mini League since we talked about it before. Western have won. Um, yeah, Western played three and picked up six points in the mm. South West Mini League so far. So they're top. Let's wait and see. The few bits um, of bits and pieces that Julian's been pointing our way. Julian has acquired a copy of Sean Teal's autobiography. Has he now? Player who played for Weymouth, Bournemouth, Aston Villa. Um, he's written an autobiography, which apparently is it's been very well received. It's a classic footballers, warts and all, lower leagues, yep. upper leagues, loads Middle of leagues. anecdotes, loads in it. It's supposed to be very good. And uh, there's a very good passage in there about Stuart Morgan. Okay. Who uh, who was at Weymouth when Sean Teal was at Weymouth, and he he says quite quite openly he owes a great deal to Stuart Morgan. That's good. Um, so yeah, that's, that's so quite we. interesting. Uh, other things happening: um, the management duo at AFC Croydon Athletic, which yeah. is a club that is either owned or largely owned by Stormzy, who I believe is is okay. a popular entertainer with the young people. I believe he does a rapping. He does. <laughs> Uh, the management team there is Jermaine McGlashan, who was at Cheltenham and was was a bit of a bane for us when he was playing at Cheltenham, and Chris Zabrowski. Is Those it, two it, have gone in uh, as whoa. management. They're in Combined Counties League Premier South. Right. Now, you know more about the pyramid than I do. Is that like Southern Premier or is that a little no, step that's, below? No, that's uh, Western Premier. That's Buckland okay. level. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So they've gone in there. Buckland uh, and Brixham level. That's interesting, isn't it? So they're probably hoping that that's um, a first step on the management ladder for those two. And while we're talking about Buckland and Brixham... While we're talking? While we're talking about Buckland and Brixham... I keep uh, on getting told off for not having much about Buckland in the... Uh, 
in the paper. So right? I apologise, um, Martin. I'm doing something this week. Um, the, the, the reason being is I have to write everything myself these days and I do seven newspapers. I know, it's a lot, isn't it? I'm just going to say it. I'm lot. putting it out there. That's the reason being. It is a lot. Um, but Brixham are second in Western League. They are. You? They are. Uh, they beat Street 2-0 last weekend. Their top scorer is an interesting, fun stat. Charlie Johansson mm-hmm. has got seven goals this season. Yep. All of them at Wall Park. Oh, is that right? He hasn't scored away from home yet. I didn't realise that. He scored all seven They've goals scored a lot of goals for their top goal scorer only to have seven goals. They but, have. But then, there are a couple of players on five. I was going to say. Stuff like that. You probably, yeah. And ben Aldis is doing well there, who we he didn't is. sign at the start of the season no. after he was released from our youth. I hope that doesn't come up to... Uh, Again. I think he's playing off the bench. Yeah. I think, you know, he's a young lad. Yeah, very um, young. Playing in, in quite a physical league. But, yeah, he's doing well. Yeah. He's quick. They'll be coming up against big old butch defences <laughs> in this league. They will. Buckland are sixth. Yeah. They're also doing well. They beat yep. Salt Ash 4-3. They did. And their top scorer with nine goals is Jared Lewington. Yeah. So, yeah, they're doing really well. Our yeah. two... I mean, there are dozens of teams that we should be talking about and you know they honestly when I look back to the amount of teams I covered five years ago in the paper it's it's a shame I just don't have the facilities to do that anymore but Brixham and Buckland both going really well yeah so we picked apart the Maidstone game Mm -hmm. I think it's important to move on I think the coming six or eight games obviously will define the season yeah. All these local derbies coming up. Home game against the team that's really struggling on Saturday. Yeah. Um, it's the kind of game that we need, need to, to win, win and that. win well. I know we we often say we need to win this one and then yeah, we, we lose it and we still end up being all right. But, but if we're going to be genuine promotion contenders... Yeah. I say we lose it and we end up being all right. We came down last year, so we probably yeah. said it quite a few times and we were right and we didn't win them. We, we've got to win these games yeah. to be genuine. It's all very well saying we're four points off the top with 34, four games to go, whatever it is, but you've got to win those games. You have. You absolutely have. Starting A big majority home. of those games as well, especially when you've already lost four. Yeah. Is it four in the league this season? Three. Three? One, two, three. Um, it's Maths Ave- live in the podcast. Avely, Worthing. Hemel, you're right. Hemel and Maidstone. You're yeah. right. It's yeah. four. Um, but yeah, it, uh, home to a team that's 22nd and haven't won since August the 28th. Let's put it got out there. We've one. got to win yeah, that yeah, game yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Um, be nice to see a good crowd again. It's Community Day. Woohoo! Which is good. Community yeah, Days yeah, yeah. are good. It fills up the away end. You get um, get loads of kids in there. And I believe the elderly gentlemen of the Walking Football Club are there as part of the Community are Day they? as well. When you yeah. say elderly gentlemen, the elderly these gentlemen. are your contemporaries. <laughs> no, I'm an elderly gentleman. I thought that one was walking a dog, but she's pushing a shopping cart. Oh, there's, there's a dog. There's a dog. There's a dog. <laughs> oh, he's quite feisty, look. <laughs> um, so community day is good. And the other thing that I jotted down from Gary's press conference, we talked a lot about lone players. Yes. Uh, and I know a, a lot of the stuff on social media after the weekend was just toxic and childish but yeah. I, th- I, I, I feel like you've got to take notice of it occasionally yeah um, if because it, amongst all the toxic and childish stuff there is some some valid reasoning to yeah. be found sometimes 
It's true. And one of the, the valid points that was made that we have, obviously you've just heard, was put to Gary, was about loan signings. Yeah. You know, isn't it time we went back in the loan market? It's very unusual for Talker United, for Gary Johnson's Talker United, not to have it's, two, three, four yeah, loan yeah. signings in by now. But they have to be the right players. I mean, it's a shame that we lost Will Jenkins Davis. I thought he was making a real impression. Yeah, he's coming back, though. Hopefully. He's yeah, coming back. Yeah. He's um, he is reported to be quite keen to come back. Argyle will be keen to get him some football, yeah, especially after a two-month layoff. Yeah. that's what it looks like. And we're keen to have him yeah. back as well. I mean, the Luke Pearce loan obviously didn't work out for the reasons that we've discussed. But Gary saying that it has to be the right player. Yep. Finance doesn't appear to be an issue. He said it's not. Finance doesn't appear to be an issue, so it has to be the right player. It has to be a player that is going to add to what you've already got at the club. Yeah. And that's hard to find. In fact, I think I think he mentioned the budget during this, this chat. And I think he said, you know, the budget's not a problem. That's right. Stop asking right. about the budget, which He's... was a direct reference to the piece I'd written because he looked straight at me when he said it. <laughs> it was he... The piece I wrote in the paper this week. He has said on a number of occasions um, over the past few years that whenever he's gone to the board and said, look, I need this, this yeah. and this, uh, no reasonable request has been turned down. But the loan players are hard to find. We've had loan players who have worked. We've had brilliant loan players. We've had Sinclair Armstrong. Um, we've had some Adam Randall, Will Jenkins Davies. We've yeah. had some great loan players. But equally, we've had one or two, and it is only one or two, who just haven't fitted in. Yeah, I think you you have to look at the, the, the two biggest loan successes of recent years as, uh, as Nico Lawrence and Adam Randall, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, Sinclair Armstrong was a brilliant flash in the pan, wasn't he? We didn't. Yeah, have him we didn't have him for long, and, he, he, uh, <laughs> and half of that time he was away with Ireland under 21. No. So, and he was so good. Yeah. Um, I would love to see him playing in. And Duke McKenna's also again. playing for QPR yeah. first team as well now. So is he? Yeah, I yeah, realised yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. But um, yeah, so it's got to be the right player. They don't grow on trees, and we're a long way. We're a long Imagine way. Imagine what that tree would look like. <laughs> A really big tree with players hanging off it. Do you go think, and pick one? Do you think I fancy that one over there? Do you think that COVID vaccine is still having in my flowing around my body? Yeah. But oh, I mean, a dog! A dog! <laughs> Three points. The players inside the M25. There are hundreds and hundreds of players looking for clubs inside the M25, yeah, 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 and a lot of them don't want to come all the way to South Devon nope. to play in National League nope. South. Where's Torquay? There you go. I mean, I wonder how many times that gets asked when a manager says to a player, Talk here, interested in you. Where's that? And if you put yourself in the position of a young player who's at Charlton or Millwall or somewhere like that, you're not getting in the first team. You're playing a lot of tippy tappy under 23 football. Yeah. And your agent comes to you and says, I've got your loan move. You'll play every week. And you think, Fantastic. Where is it? It's Torquay. Oh. Where's that? Mm. As you say. And you're going to be There's 200. palm trees. I can see one right now. <laughs> that That's a wooden one on the climbing frame, Rich. No, no, that one over there, look. Oh, oh, there, is a, oh there is a wooden yeah. one on the climbing frame. Yeah. No, there's one just in the back garden over there. Is. There is. Yeah, you're yeah. quite right. You're absolutely right. But, play. I mean, you're going to be 200-odd miles away from your yeah. friends and family. Yeah. It's... You've, got, you've got to really want and understand things about yeah. football to know that it's the right move to you to actually want to do it. You have. So, patience, I think, is what we need. Patience is key. And three points against Welling on Saturday. And three points against Western Supermire. 
on Tuesday. Instead of a nightmare, we want a... We want a dream come true, dream Rich, come don't we? True. I think you need to go and have a bit of a lie down or maybe some coffee or something. Yeah. Because you're seeing palm trees, you're seeing I, dogs. Well, that is a palm tree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you very you're much. Off, you're off to the new Lidl? Aldi? Aldi. Aldi? I always get those two mixed up. I am off to the new Aldi. Yeah, well, apparently they have a promotion on, on children's toys. My granddaughter's coming to visit next week. Okay. So we need a few bits and pieces. Straight up the middle aisle? <laughs> Straight up the middle aisle. Nothing else. So, Perfect. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll thanks, see for, you. thanks for putting up with us. <laughs> we'll see you. It's been grueling. We'll, <laughs> see, we'll see you at Playmore on Saturday. And we may well see you at the Woodspring Stadium on Tuesday night. Absolutely. And in the meantime, it's nice to have another voice on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it sounded all right, though. You put in an effort. I did. Yeah. But well, we'll do it again. And we'll do it in perfect harmony. Come, Come on, on, you yellows. yellows. Oh, look, a dog. <laughs> oh, look, a palm tree. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Come on, you yellows.